Shalom Ubracha and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil and I'm speaking to you from the rebuilt Jerusalem. Maybe we see the Beit HaMikdash rebuilt in our day. Amen. Today we'll be learning Mizmor 44, Mizmor Memdalid of Tehillim, Psalms 44. This psalm begins with uh, a recounting of the past and by the middle of the psalm it goes into a discussion of the present, the very difficult present, and ends with a prayer for Hashem to take account of the difficult present that the nation is in and arise and awaken and save them uh, according to his compassion. This Mizmor is a, is a change from the previous Mizmor and that is speaking about the whole nation, whereas the previous Mizmor had the psalmist going up distant from Yerushalayim, maybe even in exile, this Mizmor speaks about the nation already being dispersed amongst other nations, and the, the situation is much more difficult. We hear the enemy again in this psalm. We hear the accusation and the complaint to God for forgetting them. And one other thing we see in this psalm is that the nation, despite everything, is holding steadfastly to the covenant with God and keeping the Torah. So the, the, the Mizmor begins with a superscription. It is one of the Bnei Korach uh, Mizmorim that, we, that, that it typifies the beginning of Book 2. And it's called a Maskil. So it begins, maskil. A Maskil is from the word Sechel, from the word understanding, and it shows a certain reflection upon the past and a certain understanding of, of events past events and current events. As we said, the first part of the Mizmor discusses the very prosperous and successful past of the nation. The dividing line is in verse 9 with the word Selah, which is very frequently used in Psalms to divide between sections. Elohim be'ozdenu shamanu avotenu siperu lanu Hashem, we have heard, God, Elohim, we have heard with our ears, our fathers have told us, you did actions in their days, in the days of old. You, Hashem, your hand has caused us to inherit from other nations, and you have planted our fathers in the land. You have caused bad to happen to other nations and you have chased them out, drove them out of, of the land. This is an important pasuk because it, it gives an understanding of what led to the success. It wasn't their swords that led to the inheriting of the land. It wasn't their strength and their arms that led to their being saved, because it was your, but it was your right hand and your arm and the light of your face that did all these things, because you desired them. Because they apparently, in the past, did your will. You are my God, the Almighty. Command the salvation of Yaakov. In you, we will 
glory our enemies. Bishimcha Navus Kamenu. And in your name we will destroy all those who rise up against us. And here's a parallelism, and it's uh, it's, it's it's a good example to bring how the word parallelism is really a misnomer because they're not really parallel. The second part advances the first part. Uh, if in the first part, our enemies, we will gore them. It's not only the enemies, but even those who rise up against us. So even those who start to to put us down and start to think about rising up against us, we will completely destroy them. So here we have an advantage, the second part of the verse advancing the first. And that is by the way the approach in all repeated ideas in Tehillim, even repeated Mizmorim, which we'll see in a couple of Mizmorim in 53, uh, that the second repetition advances the idea. Because I do not trust in my bow and in my sword, that won't save me. Because you have saved us from our enemies and those who uh, hate us, you have caused, uh, you have thwarted, you have set them back. In the Almighty, in God, we have praised all throughout the day, and it's your name that we will thank forever. Selah. That ends the first section. The first section which describes victory because of God's helping hand. Now we go into the next section, the darker section of the Mizmor. You have rejected us, and you have shamed us, and you did not go out in our hosts. You did not go out with our army. You have the word Zanachta over here, which we we saw in the previous Mizmor, in Mizmor 43, Men Gimel, that that was the complaint to God. Lama Zanachtanu. And here we see, you have rejected us, you have shamed us, you did not go out in our, in our host with our army. And now we're going to see a spiraling down, step after step, that it was a result, as a result of God not going out in the hosts. You have set us back from in front of the enemy. So here we have a retreat. And those who hate us, Split us. So this, we have retreat. We have the falling. Titenenu ketzon maachal uvagoyim zeritanu. You have given us over like sheep to be consumed, and you have scattered us amongst the nations. So we have retreat, falling, killing, galut, exile. Now the next step, Timkor Amecha Belohon Velori Bita Bemchirehem. We have been sold to slavery. You have sold your nation for not a lot of money, and you did not ask a high price. So this is the next step of exile, slavery. Tisimenu Herpalish Lag Vakeles Lisvivotenu. 
You have caused us to be ashamed and a disgrace for our neighbors. We have been a mockery for all those who surround us. So, another level further. Slavery, shame, mockery. But now that, that approach even gets in, entrenched. It becomes like a parable. You have made us into a parable amongst the nations and the shaking of the head amongst all the countries, which is the disgrace and the mockery have become now a parable, a famous saying, a mashal, uh, don't be like Israel, look what happened to them. The psalmist here is reflecting an inner, uh, his own personal reaction, kol hayom klimati negdi, uboshet panai kisatni, all through the day, my disgrace, my embarrassment is in front of me, and that my shame of my face has covered me. This, this person, the psalmist, in seeing what's happening to Am Yisrael and seeing how Hashem is being disgraced because of the situation of Am Yisrael, just feels covered completely with shame. Now we have the other side, the enemy. We call mecharef um gadef oyev um From the sound of those who, who curse you, and who who uh, make light of you and who speak about you in in very disparaging ways in front of the enemy and the one who is taking and, and your and the avenger. So here is the here we hear the sound here we hear what the psalmist is hearing. He's hearing the enemy that is taunting us, that is putting that putting us down. He's a vengeful foe, and that is what he's going through. Verse 18. Here we see the steadfastness, despite all the difficulties that the nation was in, from the retreat, to the falling, to the slaughter, to the exile, to the slavery, to the disgrace, to the parable, to the shaking of the heads, to the, to the taunting, and to the reviling. All this happened to us. All this happened to us. And we did not forget you. We did not forget you. And we did not deceive. We did not. Be, we were not false with your with the cup with your covenant. As all this happened, yet Bnei Yisrael remained steadfast with Hashem. Lo nasog achor libenu, vatet ashurenu mine orhecha. We did, our hearts did not retreat, and our our feet did not stop walking in your ways even though they might have retreated physically from the battlefield, but they did not retreat from their commitment to the Berit, to the covenant with Hashem. Though you cast us crushed uh, to in the in the deep in the deep with a jackal's arm in Komtanim, in the place where there's this barren place, but and you have covered us, and with the deepest darkness, if we would even forget God and put out our hands to a to a, a strange God, hello Elohim, God would investigate this. And he would know this because he knows the secrets of the heart. Because 
because for your sake we have been killed throughout the day. We were considered sheep for the slaughter. Ura, lama tishana donai, hakitza, Wake up! Why should you sleep, God? Arise! Don't reject us forever. Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our affliction and our oppression? Because our lives have been brought down to the dust. Our chests, our bodies have stuck to the ground. Kuma, Kuma, Get up, save us, help us, and redeem us in your great compassion. The Mizmor ends with a prayer, with a strong prayer for God to come in through and save us. Now the thing about the Mizmorim, it's hard to really date the Mizmorim to know exactly which events we're speaking about. And that's the beauty of it. And that's why it's so appropriate for all generations. It could even apply through all the difficulties that Am Yisrael has faced throughout the years and throughout history, that this Mizmor, it can be a source of strength. I mean, we can really, we can really relate only in the past generations of the idea of we were thought like sheep to the slaughter. These ideas... Were or recur unfortunately in many generations, and the feeling of being rejected and God being distant from us has been something that unfortunately has recurred. Although that is the case, we do believe that the Mizmor was written in a certain time frame with a certain specific events that the the psalmist is referring to and and living, and he's reacting to. But it's very hard to pin that down. There is uh, definitely uh, a defeat. There's definitely a dispersion amongst the nations. There's definitely being sold into slavery. And this could apply, unfortunately, to many, many um, historical situations. The, the cry, uh, even the complaint to God, to wake up as if God has been sleeping, and that could be the only explanation. We do not see in this mizmor a direct crit- criticism that all this is happening because of sins, we just see a cry to God to come and save Am Yisrael, to save the psalmist and the nation from further disgrace, and to save God from the disgrace of his nation being treated such. May we see God arise and save our nation speedily in our times. Amen.